Let me tell you how it will be We'll all catch up on the books you see Cause it's the X-Men Yeah, it's the X-Men Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 248, an X-Men episode, as you just heard. And I'm going to be joined by my man, Ruben. Ruben's going to be with me in just a moment to go through two books. But before we go into that, let me tell you where you can find us. Go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. You follow us. We'll follow you back. I follow you. You follow me back. It's like a tune. That we could sing together. You can also go over to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where we have news, previews, and reviews. Right now, there is a review by my man Gabe that's up for Black Cat number one. We got to put that up a little bit early, so you can go check that out right now. And also go to our Patreon account, check that out where you can support us for all the things we do on this feed. If you also listen to the DC Comics podcast, but also you get Tons and tons of shows, including our big one, the Patreon-only Spotlight. That's a podcast that's only on the Patreon. That's why it's called that. And two books picked by the badasses that get fresh crew. Beep, boop, and right now, two pretty cool ones. Black Hat number one seems like it is winning this week, followed by Taskmaster number two, a book that me and Brandon really enjoyed. The number one issue of But I'm about to cough I don't know if you can tell this But I'm having problems here So with that I'm going to go off for me and Brandon Brandon, me and Ruben What am I saying? It's late It's always late It's always late in this house Right down here in the Black Mold Studios It's getting cold too It's going to be a lot of storms hitting In Pennsylvania coming up I say this and I'm about to cough again So me and Ruben we're going to be talking two X-Books, and away we go. All right, and here I am back with Ruben. Ruben is back for the attack here. How you doing, Ruben? Good. It's been a while. How's, th- how's the West Coast uh, treating you right now? Uh, Seattle's miserable, but it always is yeah. this time of the year. It's wet, it's cold. I was going to say, when isn't it? When, yeah. when is it? I mean, everybody there wears you know, pretty much flannel all year round, from what I've been told from 90s grunge, and drink coffee. Yeah. And possibly do heroin. I, I'm going to say that you might skip that part. Yeah, I've got but, a family. Uh, I would say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, I would say that you enjoy uh, a coffee or two, right? I'm Maybe? drinking a coffee right now. That's correct. There you go. Yep. So am I. So am I. I'd probably drive you nuts that I am drinking a Starbucks coffee. Now I made it at home. I'm not a fancy store bought in the Starbucks deal because you have to take out a mortgage yeah. for that. But I ended up getting Tanya wanted the holiday blend that they had at BJ's. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I end up uh, having to do that. But uh, Starbucks Logan's is predictable. Yelling at me. It's not, it is. It's not it, the it best, is. but you know what you're getting. And I, I think it's fine. It's true. It is true. Kind of like these X-Men books, right? No, <laughs> that's not the case. And we, we are going to start here with sword number one. Number one coming out. I ended up having my you know, trepidations of this when I heard about it, mainly because didn't know much about sword number one uh i'm not a big fan of al ewing's cosmic stuff and i'm meaning more of you know the guardians of the galaxy uh that he's doing right now and even some of the stuff that he's done in the past a lot of people love his ultimate stuff you know a more grounded deal with the you know superheroes on terra as i'd like to say but 
his cosmic stuff gets wonky even when we had the hulk end up in that issue 25 go all crazy and that threw me off so i I was worried about this i read it and i'll tell you if you if you are in the same boat as me um you don't have to be as worried except that by the end i really wasn't that gripped by this I, i think that if i was just buying individual books if i wasn't reviewing them and doing I don't think I'd continue with this after this issue. I think that I'd have to just put it aside, wait to see what other people say as it goes on, and then maybe catch up in the uh, Marvel Unlimited or yeah, trade of I could some see doing sort. That. I'm a little intrigued just because of where I think this could go, but I'm a huge junkie for organizations and yes, drama within those organizations. That, yeah. And so if I get that, I will love this book. If If this is more focused on dealing with extraterrestrial threats um, that are presented as the biggest thing, but are not referenced in any other book. I'm just going to be very disappointed. And that's what I'm worried about is the things talking about like the, the threat that's not Galactus, this destroying planets. I'm like, okay, that sounds like something you would see in an event book. And are they going to deal with that here? And then nobody else is going to mention it in any other book. Yeah. Then that's going to piss gonna, me I'm off. Gonna, I'm going to tell you that looks like it's null. <laughs> that's I think that that's just a shout out to Noel okay. that he's coming and and that gets me angry because if you have this now it seems like this would have been in a little bit earlier if you have this then why didn't they try to meet Noel and his symbiote army a little earlier than they did that was one of my biggest problems with King and Black number one and throwing that in here actually pointed it out but I, I do believe that that was just Noel. Uh, coming because of the galactic threat and things like that. And it's, you know, it's okay to give the shout out, give everything synergy. I was talking about that in the Slack chat this morning about synergy through books, which I do like. Um, but when we're going through this, you like the drama. You love the organization. I like the drama. The organization stuff doesn't, you know, quite lock in in my yeah. brain. It blows. It doesn't blow my mind. It just makes me start thinking. And really, a lot of the times with the organization stuff, it does send me down a path that I'll never come back from. So I'm like, okay, that person does that. So what I need, like the chart that you start with, and I'll give you the credits in a second. The chart you start out with where you'll normally get just faces and names, right? This actually, I'll give, I'll give value in credit. It, it ends up making it seem different. It makes it seem like, okay, this is an important thing. I like the way that that is. It drives me nuts. But with that, though, this could I be, need to see more than this. This could be and, X-Men and, Checkmate. Yeah, yeah it, it really could be. Shout out to John Especially, Wayne for turning me on to that, because that is probably my favorite thing ever. Okay. Well, And we've got go. Hellions, and, which is X-Men Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. yep. So and then we have uh, we have uh, Excalibur that that's which is garbage. just garbage. I just yeah, wanted exactly. to, I just wanted to throw I just wanted to throw <laughs> that in there just as some shape. But so with this, like I I do like and I, I'm telling you I do like the organizational chart that you start with and like. But then when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, Fabian Cortez, let's see what he's yeah. up to. Medical team, okay, manifold. Yeah, I know most of these gateway, all that. But when we get into the issue, you push them aside, and the thing yeah. that I think by the end of this. While you end up having some weird emotions from Magneto, uh, it felt cold and it, it felt distant to me. And yes, this is in the cold, distant space. Like, okay, I get it, but it just felt like it just felt too much. Like I was just being told info, but not enough, and nothing to get the personal take. You get Abigail 
who's just pissed off and mad and she's like, ah, I'm a mutant, but I don't want to deal with this and you and that. So you're you're getting a bit of the drama, but I need to have drama. I need more character moments to set up that drama. And I hope that we get those going forward. Now, you can say that I'm saying this after one issue. That's kind of bullcrap. I should give it more time. But I, I said it in my deal with Excalibur just recently in the uh, Ten of Swords finale deals that you only get one chance to make that first impression. And I think that reading this, it does even feel like, and I don't know if you'll agree to this, but it feels like I'm being left behind once again, kind of like the Hawks and Pox did at first. That really threw me off. I'm not real learned in the whole X-Men deal. Mm -hmm. So when you even end with a cliffhanger that I seem to think, why don't I know what that is? What is it? Somebody say something. Somebody go, because I don't know. And yep. yes, I'm a dummy, but I'm also somebody wanting to read the book and enjoy and go it's on. It's not even so by that clear point, that you're supposed to speculate about I what know, is going on. But that's why, but here's I, where I, I just I assume that everybody say, knew what that crystal was that they grabbed. Well, that's and, the problem is, and I'll say this over and over, when you don't know, you assume that everybody does, especially yeah. when I'm trying to catch up with people in most of the X-Men books. And it seems like I a lot of people are having fun on Twitter speculating, which I'm like, okay. And the, these are the people that love it, and right? They're cool. like, oh, what could it be? It could be this. It could be that. It could be. And so that's cool. But I'm just like, oh, okay. There's some, there's like eight pages. They grab a crystal and Magneto acts like it's a big and deal. And even in so. a way that, you know, the hints of it, like they're going through that crazy mind warp screw space yeah. where... It I did just remind me of that. that. I was like, 25. okay, these are pages I know. I don't that's, read. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just give me a hint or whatever. But it will get Al Ewing's writing. It's Lario Skiddy on Art Marte Gracie on Colors and Letters by VC's Ariana Mayer. What's that? I'm just going to say, when we get to that, you're going to have to explain what happens. Just just throwing it out there. You cannot throw oh, that yeah? over to me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've heard me talking on any podcast. I am not the one you want to rely on for that. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there pretty quick as well. We'll go through this. A lot of the stuff is, you know, these concepts and just kind of, okay, let's, let me introduce you to these guys. This is the six. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, my. They're not the five. They're the six. And you even get that even played out here where Magneto is coming to check up on things. He, he reminds me. Of pretty much the Emperor in Return of the Jedi He's coming to see how things are going uh, And he's going to walk through And you know, a bunch of characters will react to him In different ways You end up having you know Some that are all excited to see him Because they heard about him Or, or you know Then some worst him at that point Some went against him And the Brotherhood All that stuff going on And that's the drama that you can have But a lot of the stuff Even before he started You have Fabian you're like I guess that he turned up like we I don't really know that again I, I kind of feel like I'm being a bit left behind because instead of character moments you are relying on past stuff and yeah. I could you know you can get mad at me but I, I tend to find that a bit lazy I, I tend to find that a little bit of a shortcut to get to a story the problem is there's not really a lot of story here it's a lot of setup great writers will do that but they'll also make it accessible for people that don't have the history yeah and then i know that a lot of people you know have personal issues and things about it but me and you are big fans of some robert kirkman books yep. and he does a great job yep. of introducing concepts and things like that through character and even like a tom taylor yeah. From DCN, you need the Marvel stuff. What he does is give you the character moments that then open up the drama and open up the story within. Uh, without Ewing, my problem, and really from the whole deal, and I'll say it probably at the end when I give my score, I have read his books. 
He takes a while to get things going. He does like to take his time with things. And so with me not liking this first issue, it's not like I have a past history with him saying, oh, it'll pick up right away. I don't know that. And people love the Immortal Hulk. That book tells a long-form story that's still going on that you get little, little, little. If you don't like it, you're out. And that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. And I hated Empire. Except for the Mm X-Men tie-in, which I thought was kind of fun. But I thought the whole thing was garbage. And honestly, when I saw that he was... So I was kind of interested in this book, knowing that it was coming out. I didn't realize it was Al Ewing writing it. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Eh, not going to buy this. But then I was like, okay, well, we're going to talk about it. And so I checked it out. But I definitely would have skipped it otherwise. I mean... It's just not our thing, really, the whole cosmic stuff. But he he does tie in Empire. And you said before we started that that is... You know, at least it makes Empire seem like it was worthwhile because yeah, it really didn't by the end. <laughs> but the the thing then I get mad. I'm like, okay, well, was it that we got Empire and, and this is the payoff? Yeah. Because you spend a lot of time on that Empire just to have the payoff. Okay, Abigail during, uh, you know, Hulkling and Wiccan's wedding, yeah. she just announced that like the biggest jerk in the middle of a wedding. Hey, by the way. I'm quitting. I'm, I'm going to go over and I'm going to do the sword on my future. You well, just we have the Abigail Hulkling um, kind of conflict page that's not explained at the very, very end of Empire. And I guess this is what leads to that part of it. Yeah. 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 Because you even have Wiccan and the whole idea of this is, is dropped. And again, this is something I do get. But again, is this user, new user friendly or whatever? Because the idea that you have, you know, the whole thing with Wanda being a big sticking point with a lot of people. And obviously you have Magneto just gritting his teeth about this with Wiccan and stuff like that going on. And that's mentioned just a thing like that's one of the deals that's they're having problem with the Kree scroll Alliance and how you get the whole Royal family and all that stuff going on. But that's just dropped in as well, as well as just as you go through and you're introduced to some characters briefly as they react to Magneto. Magneto, I said, he seems like a, a blubbering idiot at points. He's got this big, weird smile on his face. I think the art is off with him throughout. As, again, ma- mainly if you didn't have Magneto show up here, you really would have no issue because all of it is a reaction specifically to him as he goes through. Yeah. To set, and that's okay. I'm not saying that's bad, but. It's all there for, you know, Abigail to show that, hey, we're going to do this this big experiment thing. We're going to go and we're going to use R6 to warp, teleport through. You get this whole idea that made me laugh, too, where they go into the room where they have all of these gates that end up in different cities and things like that. And that's something that you even had in the Agents of Atlas book recently that nobody really paid attention to, that they had gates to go through cities and things. But by the point where they just they teleport and i can't tell you what happened i can't tell you you know you have this whole thing it it gets almost like religious like and all these things going on just so that they can then grab this deal and like i said i didn't know what it was there's two info the best part is there's two info pages to explain how the six work and i read those and i'm i consider myself pseudo smart person i'm like i don't understand this this actually made it worse i I had problems too and then you have the redacted stuff that always drives me nuts anyway but yes they they go and the whole thing is based on sword is the future of crack swords the future magneto keeps saying this he keeps it you know hey we have the the five on crack they're the present this whole crack thing resurrect that's the now but boy i'm in there and he seems and one of the things you were worried about is maybe he wouldn't get involved in the book after this. This was just a thing. And yeah, then you said, I, well, 
he kind of is. You call Magneto an idiot. I actually thought he was kind of interesting because I, I maybe am assuming that he's checking things out, playing a little dumb, but he, he's really, you know, smarter he's than you think. He's looking, ha, I don't believe it. Well, he sees people. He's excited to see yeah, him. Yeah, that's, but that's just a buddy. the expressions. Yeah, just the expressions, though, that the art, I think, is terrible with Magneto specifically. The other art's good and the space yeah. stuff's okay. But yeah, oh, I think that when you have this and pretty much pull out uh, the cube there or the, the triangle deal that you said when people were talking that they think it might be something connected to the Beyonder. Yeah. I do think that if Magneto wasn't going to be involved in the book coming up, he now is. I think that yeah. he is seeing some things that he really likes. And yeah, I think that he will be involved. He will be checking in on this. And it might be, you know, there's the drama between Abigail and him as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, because she has different MOs of overall deal, especially with mutants. And uh, I yeah. like that people think that he the supremacist angle, this is an opportunity to challenge it, right? Her perspective is I'm not running sword as an agency for Krakoa. I am protector of this space sector, I guess. And and I like that. I like that. that that's a separate deal. And I like that because that's, you know, Magneto's here, mutants, 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 and you end up setting up. And they, again, it seems almost like it's it's forced the deal because as he's going through, oh, there's Peepers, an old buddy. Peepers who always thinks everybody doesn't like him and he's not on crack code, but hey, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll have a drink. Then, then you end up getting Fabian. It's like, oh, my God, you know, I'm sorry. I screwed you in the past, but hey, we're all friends now. You yeah. have that. Then you even have you know, whiz kids like, oh my God, you have that. And everybody has that connection that really does end up where you could end up with a space brotherhood, even where mm. things might end up that way. But Abigail set up to not, you know, I do like that. I do like the intrigue of it with the team and how they're connected. Almost I'm telling you, almost as if this team was put together to be just that but even abigail says yeah we, we kind of didn't I, have a lot of volunteers yeah <laughs> like nobody wanted to join us and yeah. stuff i love that she's like we're not we're not agents of krakoa but her glasses have the x <laughs> the x-men x on it i'm like okay and, and everything's branded <laughs> all over i mean really you're all you are but i mean even cable's there to introduce him and he's secure like you have that connection where I, I actually thought that maybe Scott would be there as well yeah. because of how this all came about and came out of the Ten of Swords deal when it was reactivated. But yeah, I like having Cable there. But there is my you know POV character that I kind of would have liked to have a little more since we yeah. did walk through all this and the whole sword re you know invigorating deal reigniting was from him. But besides that, it's okay. Like I said, it just ends with me feeling kind of cold. And and not really caring about it much, um, kind kind of like a lot of stuff that I'm getting in comics nowadays. Anyway, but it's kind of even like you said, like you ended up telling me that the Ten of Swords, yeah, it might not have been hitting hard the whole time, but you were intrigued by what would come next. You're intrigued by what was set up. Mm. That's kind of how I think of this issue. I I do think that it's setting up some neat things, but am I going to be able to stay that long to to get them? And when they happen. Am yeah. I going to be left behind like when they find the deal? Uh, you know, at the end, the, I don't know what you'd call it, the, the artifact, we'll, we'll call it. Cause I think it is a, is it a triangle or is it, uh, the way it I looks there, know. it's like a triangle yeah. or something. So I don't want to say a cube, uh, the artifact, but yeah, I, I don't want to keep being left behind with stuff that I, I'm not a huge, you know, scholar of X-Men, but really, yeah. you know, stuff when you get in space, I, I'm even worse. So maybe this will be good as it goes. But 
overall, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a six, five as a start. Again, I, I could go to a seven, yeah. but I think I'm only, I'm only at a seven. are way over the Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, super glowing, but this was, I didn't hate buying it. And I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. I, I mean, yeah, I could see bailing in five issues. Maybe. Yeah. Well, usually I give things three issues and that's, yeah. like I said, that's why I wanted to point out. And I'll just say it quick again, is the idea that the track record that Al Ewing is giving me on these books that sometimes I don't like. Uh, is not going to be something that makes me, you know, realize or say, oh, I got to stick around. I got to, it's, it's, here's the deal. I'll give it to you that you'll really understand because you were the jerk who told me. It's Christopher Priest like where you're <laughs> waiting and everything seems ridiculous and wrong, but then it will pop back in and all yeah. of a sudden everything makes sense. It's just, can you wait that long? And sometimes I can't. Uh, and this one, I'm, we're still going to talk about it. We'll go and, and maybe I'll be proved completely wrong, but overall, yeah, it just seemed kind of like, you know, eh, just there with a lot of these X books. Uh, a lot more, you know, intriguing to me and a lot more. But, you know, finish your deal. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I wanted to throw shade at your Christopher Priest love, but, uh, <laughs> you gave me overall, that love, by though, the way. You, you, <laughs> you created this monster. <laughs> yes, I did. And then you started yelling at me. But yeah, so you would give this five issues before you actually decided yeah, fully to basically drop it or keep it. I, I'm assuming okay. this is the start of some arc. I need to see what that is. And if we get these characters, uh, and they have unique personalities and there's some interesting conflicts. I, I think I'm more interested in what happens among the team and what they're trying to do. I don't really care what they're fighting. That space stuff is kind of nonsense in my opinion. But, um, it kind of, I did like, you know, that it sort of rewarded me for having read Empire. And, mm-hmm. you know, I do enjoy seeing some of the more meta stuff of, you know, how do people think of Magneto, you know, love, hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, According to, you know, and I don't know any of these characters, really. I don't even, you know, I know Cable is, but I don't know Kid Cable is, really. Um, b- but, you know, I looked up Frenzy, and I was like, oh, apparently she was some big bad at some point. You know, I tried to figure out who Fabian and, uh, what was his name, Peepers were. I, you know, I don't know any of those characters, but I, I do get a kick out of, you know, rewarding longtime readers. And, you know, I might look up some of these characters and try to see like what their personalities are and the, and the uh, shout outs to, you yeah. know, King in black, if that's what that is, uh, it's, it's like kind of cool to me. To be, I was looking you know. at it again. Yeah. I just think that they should get off their butts if that's it and start stopping them before he gets to earth. But that did not happen. And now, you must have, and again, I'll say last thing. Did you like the Magneto line where he was like, sometimes you got to test your limits to find out that you don't. Oh have yeah. Any. Yeah. I that mean, was, that was pretty, nice. That was but again, cool. I think, I think some of the times I sit there and like, who are you trying to impress that buddy? <laughs> but that's who he is. Now. He's always trying to impress people. And yeah, that's why I know that's why one of the characters, I don't remember which one it was. But one of them was like, yeah, at some point I used to worship him. And then I kind of got over that. Cause like, yeah, he's an impressive yeah. character, but then you realize he's kind of just he's kind of pompous <laughs> and you yeah, know, all yeah. in Oh, I agree. The funny thing is, here's my shade for the week. Here's my shade. If that is, in fact, null, which I think it is, this is more of a tie-in than any of the tie-ins that we're getting officially. (laughs) Boom. There you go. There's my deal. Because, yeah, we got more. If that's the truth, we got more null in this than that Namor tie-in that we got this week from Kurt Busey. So there you go. That is my big shade. We're going to move on to the next issue, which it's a quick read. Yeah. Um, but it's satisfying if you're a Kate Pride fan, if you hate Sebastian Shaw and what he did. Uh, but really, when we get into this, there's one reason why I did love this issue and one reason specifically, and it's not Kate, but we'll see. It yeah. is 
uh, Marauders number 16. And it is written by Jerry Dugan, art by Stefano Caselli, colors by Edgar Delgado, letters by VCs Corey Petit. Kate Pride was murdered. Sebastian Shaw did it. Time for the Red and White Queen to take on the Black King. And that's basically all it is. I mean, you basically have a deal where Emma and uh, Kate come and say, Sebastian, we know what you did. Now you're going to pay. Now with that, you have some other players involved as well. You know that Storm already knows this. Bishop has figured it out. We saw him on the case. This is something that it's kind of a weird issue in my mind how things have played out because we have been so distanced from this because of the whole Ten of Swords. And so I don't know if I would have liked to have just one setup issue to get to this, or I like this better that you just ba-boom. I kind of like that this we've because been um, that they just kind of dealt with it because that's what this book's been about, right? Leading up to this, and now we're opening it wide up, right? Like, I have no idea where it's going to go from here. And they really, I kind of expected this to be drug out. I actually thought, you know, oh, for the next, I don't know, 12, 15 issues, we're just going to get uh, Emma and Kate, you know, coming up Behind with some, yeah, and, some kind yeah. of conniving Well, that's why and, I actually was surprised because Emma to me is, is more of that sort of deal. Now, when they do this, they do set up, you know, a deal, but even with that, the deal with Sebastian, it didn't seem as like the punishment they're dishing out to him to get to the deal. It's pretty vicious. But yeah. then the deal, I'm like, eh, you know, it's not that. Cr-. I mean, if I know that Emma is thinking ahead and all these things, but if, if it was me, Sebastian would be right next to Sabre. He, he must be really be good right at business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, like, we really hate him, but uh, we kind of need to keep him around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy, you go in and again, where Emma usually is, you know, the machinations behind him. And what I really think has happened in this book, it took so long. You know, she, Kate gets killed and we're meandering, meandering. And then it's like, boom, she came back. Like, you yeah. know, and then since then, it has been really pushing ahead quick with that deal. And so I like when they show up, Sebastian, he's sitting there in a study like he does with the yeah. fire. And he's got all his, you know, booze that we've seen him doing a lot with, which I thought was funny. But you really see just what's important to him. And they know that it's just the booze, yeah. you know, his it's powers well, and yep. the booze. Yep. Yeah. And as well. So he likes to be just that sort of deal. And, and that's why I really like what they do to him, because they don't just like, hey, we're going to tell on you. We're, we're tattled tells you're going to do this. They they first just start destroying whiskey and <laughs> drinking it. And that, that's fine. But yeah. when they end up scar- taking his power, scarring him to the point where he has to get around on a wheelchair, yeah. I, I think that that is the most wicked thing to do to Sebastian, where now he's got to look at himself like that. And just and You end up having all this stuff going on. But, yeah, I do like the uh, badassness of uh, Kate and It's Emma. an interesting change for that character. I mean, I, I'm not a huge uh, Kate Pride fan, but, you know, I've been I love her. going but, back yeah. and reading stuff, and she was definitely, like, the, you know, the nicest character when she was first introduced, right? And now she's sort of, like, hardened. Yeah, it's funny, because a lot of times she reminds me, like, if she was in the DC Universe, she'd be Batgirl. She'd be somebody like that, or a Robin, and I like that. And what I like about this, and really makes sense then, while I was driven nuts, like, I gotta keep calling her Kate now, it makes sense, because she'd all grown up. Yeah. It's what they really are pointing out. And she's, she's growing up. And the thing is that with Emma there as her mentor, she might be growing up wrong. Yeah. Uh, but she, she really has a, a hard ass streak though. But yeah. what I do like, and I know that maybe some people would be driven nuts with it. You end up having all this stuff. Sebastian's going nuts. And I actually did like the line 
that is real shaded. A lot of people saying, you know what? This is the problem with men. They're too emotional to lead. I thought that that was hilarious. I thought it was so good. And just Kate just going down now. Kate has also developed a huge drinking problem while this is often going on. I mean, really, she is really good. Like, she just doesn't end up, you know, doing all this stuff. She is drinking half the stuff. And then I do like him where this picks up because, yeah, it's satisfying the idea of, oh, my God, he's getting his comeuppance. But it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of, you know, Sebastian running away. or Please don't don't drink my, you know, my stuff uh, once they take his powers. But when she, when Kate ends up, hey, I'm going to do an impersonation. I'm pretty good at impressions. Who am I? And takes this big glug, glug, what is it? A big glug of this, and then spits in the fire. And it, it <laughs> and she says, I'm Lockheed. Yeah. And then that's when, that's when, and it's funny to me because through that deal, I think that Sebastian is like, I can deal with them if they're just angry at me. Yeah. I can be, you know, manipulating. But when you see how mad, that Kate is not even knowing that Lockheed is showing up in a minute. Just the idea that, uh oh, she remembers everything and she knows what I did. And when Kate begged, yeah. begged him to just leave Lockheed alone, and he tried to kill Lockheed, uh, that whole deal where he freaks out and she's, you know, smashing the stuff. I'm telling you, when Lockheed shows up, though, things pick up. And uh, when we get to that, I really, really like that because so- I think that. Lockheed really wanted to get revenge, and that is satisfying to me because it's Lockheed. Yeah, here's one thing I thought that was a little kind of stretched. So she goes and gets tattoos on her knuckles, right? That that read Killshaw. What what did he think that meant? Like he should have had a plan for dealing with her, right? It was pretty clear that she was out to get Maybe. him. Maybe here's the thing. Like I learned in The Simpsons with uh, Sideshow Bob, when when he had the die Bart die. <laughs> tattoo on his chest that meant the Bart the. He yeah. was just it was in German. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that's what he thinks. No, if it, I it hear means, my neighbor t- gets but, a kill Ruben tattoo on their hands, I'm I'm gonna pay attention. Then he's like, <laughs> I ran out of fingers. I just love to eat Rubens yeah. and I, I kill for them. That's, that's all. <laughs> See, you can explain everything. I like a Ruben myself. I wouldn't kill for one, but yeah. you end up like even Glob makes the big appearance where you have. Sebastian tries to jump out the window. I mean, at this point, I think he's trying to kill himself. I yeah, said get before, his powers back, resurrect me. It looks like he wants to yeah, resurrect. Now, you end up with the whole deal where this negotiations is going. I think Sebastian's too smart to play the game of Kitty Kate and Emma saying, you will die and we will put you on the back burner for resurrection. Now, I'd like to know how that would happen because he's part of the Quiet Council. There is no yeah, way and they don't that decide. If, yeah, if you end up having Xavier and Eric know that this is the case. Now, maybe maybe there's a fun story here where they do this and hide the body and then you get X Factor involved with proof. Of the, like mm-hmm. maybe that would have been a really cool little through books deal. But the idea that they're just going to kill him and then say, oh, by the way, he doesn't get resurrected right away. And then Xavier, why? Why would that be? Why are you saying that? Well, we can't tell you. That's not going to happen. And I think Sebastian is too smart for that, though. Again, he tries to kill himself. And he's laying there. and He's not dead. But also, you end up have Kate come out, face through. Glove's just there and it's like, oh, are you okay, Mr. Shaw? And Kate comes out. Hi, Glove. Bye, Glove. Grabs him and pulls him back in to just torture him some more as Kate continues to drink it up. Uh, but also, they pull out the whole deal, and this is just not about 
just the whole hey, deal. running off. I'm wondering where he's running. Oh, yeah. God, I think he's just running out. He crapped his pants. Yeah. And it's it's just pink poop, so you don't tell. You end up where Emma is also pretty pissed off that, you know, not just killing Kate, but setting her up and then doing the whole deal with the poisoning of the medicine stuff that really could have screwed them. He actually really messed up with a bunch of things. And so to prove that to him and show that that is ridiculous, they do end up giving him, you know, a drink that has that poison uh, that the Rende were going to put into the medicine. So that's pretty big, too. I think that that's where you see that, yes, you know, Emma's mad that her Kate ended up getting killed. But there's more to this. He is ending up. You could screw things up and you need to be taught a lesson. You know, and we're getting back to like Hellfire Club stuff and, and things like that, which is really cool, too. Um, but that's when you end up Storm shows up with Lockheed and Lockheed is pissed. Like everybody else, they're, they're beating him up. Lockheed pulls out his eye and then just spits it into the fire. I'm like, who yeah. Lockheed, you're badass. Cause Lockheed's, I mean, just imagine Lockheed where he ended up, you know, trying to drown Lockheed, but Lockheed also had to watch Kate die mm-hmm. and, and had to go through all that to get back to try to get people. So I really like that. I thought that this was really a good moment. Uh, for Lockheed fans through and through, right? All you Lockheed fans. Um, but the best part about it is, is that pretty much you have a poisoned no eye. Kate has that patch, which makes me laugh too. But yes, they, the poisoned, uh, crippled, no power, no eye, Sebastian, the guy still ends up at the end badass laughing <laughs> at everything because he's got a plan, which I think yeah. that is the best part of this issue. Like, I I hate Sebastian Shaw. I hate him, but he <laughs> does well in books because yeah. of this sort of thing. And the idea that this guy is so down and out in this, he has to be wheeled in by the people that he hates, a, a woman that he killed, wheeled into the Quiet Council, and he's still laughing at the end because he's like, yep, we'll see. And it made me laugh with that. But you even said at one point, when you have Sebastian come in all, uh, you know, in one of Professor X's chairs, and yeah. he, he gets wheeled in like, hey, what happened? I don't think you guys want to know. Well, let's yeah. vote. I- I'm telling you, this is bigger than just let's take a vote to see if somebody will tell me. Yeah, you think that Charles a- would do a mind scan and just, you know, he'd find out immediately. And then there'd be some issues, right? Like, you can't have your people, like, maiming each other. No, that's my big problem. Now you do a mind scan, and all of a sudden he can tell that Emma's blocking stuff. Yeah. Or Emma does block stuff. I mean, yeah. you can have that. At least set it up that if something happens to council members like that, that they're, like, it, it would be like when Kate died, and, yeah, we don't care. We, now, it doesn't seem like they did a lot of investigating, like, what is going on because Bishop's doing behind the scene, but still, this is a big thing. If you're going to end up having a council like this in this whole brave new world with enemies together at the table, running a government, and also have just shown in Ten of Swords that if you go to do some wacky stuff, you're going to get kicked out, go and try to kill people. Yeah, we haven't talked about Hellions, but in Hellions, uh, Gene is sitting on the council. In one of the panels. And that was a huge miss, I thought. And then in this issue, they start out saying, oh, we got to figure out you know, how to replace Apocalypse and Gene. So I'm like, okay, I guess the Hellions thing was just a screw up. Yeah, it was just a screw up. Uh, and, and so when you're going with this, like, again, you're almost getting to the point where Sebastian, like I said, I hate him. But, you know, you, you're really still skirting what's going on. And this is the, you know, machinations and the drama I think that you like. The idea of, you know, what happens now if Emma and Kate are found out? Yeah. And, and yeah, every 
every quiet council. You could just give me a quiet council book. I'd probably <laughs> re- read it. Uh, you would like that. Uh, really, I maybe we should have got that instead of sword. But sword, you know, broadens the horizon yeah. of everything. But when when you have the idea where if Kate and Emma are found out, that means also Sebastian would have to be found out then because you'd find out what they did towards. Mm-hmm. But all three are right next to saber tooth right now. I mean, really, they, yep. they have done maybe yep. worse than what he did. Now, I really do think that they really should stress that him being involved in having his fingers into the idea that that medicine was going to be poison is a lot where uh, you end up where, yes, Kate, they didn't know she could be resurrected, but death isn't that much of a problem. And now, and Kate finally came back, but actually setting up poisoning the medicine to really bring down the market with all yep. that, that would really screw Oh, and I actually think that it would have been an interesting thing, and maybe it'll come about where they end up presenting the case against Sebastian. Like he he ended up killing Kate, and like they'd be like, I, I killed like three people that are here, you know, with me right now. Oh yeah, he also poisoned. Oh no, he's done, and that yeah. would be the big deal. What about Storm? Is she is she implicated in this? I mean, she was there. She knew, the and she's there. I mean, this is the yeah. thing of if you ended up bringing things down, if things really came to a head about what's going on for these people are going into they're the all earth. done. <laughs> yeah, you you cannot have Storm just walk in and be fine and new and uh, yeah. uh, Bishop. Thankfully, he doesn't seem that he's just on the case, yeah. and I think that it's one of those where. Storm, I guess she knew because you end up having Lockheed and all that. Uh, but maybe that was like the, okay, now we have direct evidence. And now I can, I, I don't know. But yeah, her showing up like, hey, what up, everybody? And Glob, he might be involved. Who knows? You know, yeah. you all that. Hey, Kirk, like, Glob, probably knows say. what's up, right? The yeah. Look at that eye on that page. It's, yeah, it's really. glaring. It's pissed about yeah, something. Yeah, it is. It's pissed. And and that's the thing. Yeah, you have that. So then that means Cypher knows. And yeah. Cypher's just sitting there. He looks pissed. Yeah. And so it's all crazy. But that's that's the fun things of this. That's the, the fun parts where, I again, you like the organization of the drama. I just like the drama. I love the drama, so I'm in. Yeah, this is a great I, book. I like, this is this is one of my top. I love it. Top few books. Shockingly, it's like if you just well. told me the characters, I'd be like, eh, not really going to be. Yeah, down with I that. actually. But it's just consistently well written. It's got some funny moments, some tough moments. Some I agree. Just I agree. Good stuff. And, and what's funny is, I'm sure people could tell. It's the idea we were talking about sword, and I I, I was not that excited. Then <laughs> we get this. I'm yelling and screaming because I am excited, and this is the sort of thing I like because. We're, we're getting, you know, we're getting the here and now story that I am really enjoying. And, and, but yet I'm also learning about the characters as well. And also it's, it's taking into account some past things that I may not know, but would add the extra layer to people who do. So that's what I love about it. That's what I love that I have, you know, characters that are my deal in this and have grown to really love Emma through this book and, and love Sebastian because I hate him so much. Everything you need is in this book, in the 16 issues. And if you know more about their history, it probably gives you more. And and I see people dissing this book and bashing it uh, a bunch. This and X-Force a lot. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I, I, I like those, but then they love like stuff like Excalibur and X-Factor that I'm struggling with. And so everybody has their thing. That's fine. The problem is, is that you have this whole family of books that seem to be integral with each other that you're kind of forced to read, and there are a ton. That's probably an issue with Sword is you got to get people excited from the beginning because it's a pile of books, right? And why would you yeah. pick up Sword and drop something else? Yeah, I, I don't know. Before, we could like 
you know, drop fallen angels <laughs> and, and pick up something. And that's gone now. And uh, I'm going to give this an 8.5. Yeah. Actually, I could even go up to a 9 maybe. But I'm, I'm going to be an 8.5 because of the, some of the things that we said. Like I said about Sebastian, he should be a little smarter than what's going on also. I guess he doesn't want to run away and they do grab him and stuff like that. But he kind of proud kept man. himself way Kept himself way open to get those, those powers zapped away from him with that gun. And yeah. so, you know, you have that. But, yeah, I like the moments. I think that he deserved everything that he got. But it does put Emma and Kate in a darker position. At least Kate. You know, yeah, Emma, Emma's always Emma's been bad. kind of cold. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she could do whatever. So, But, yeah, with, with Kate, it does seem like that's something that I'm looking forward to, though, as we go, is seeing the drunken, evil Kate. But. Yeah, with that, uh, I really like that. I'm going to go with the A5. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm probably, I think I'll go up to A5. I had fun talking to you about it. I was probably starting out at more of an 8, but it's great, right? It does the stuff I like. You've got distinct personalities. You've got interesting machinations. And, and the Hellfire Club's an organization, right? So check the box for me. I like to know how that works and what they're up to. Yeah, and it feels like, you know, the full deal where, yeah, we're getting Hellfire Club here. Uh, you know, the stuff with all the craziness and all that. So, cause yeah, so I liked it and I liked it. And Kate characters. joining the dark side is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she's, the, she's, she's Anakin right there. Holy I thought moly. Storm would be like, yeah, right. you're going a little extreme. Let's dial it down. Let's get back. She's like, I'm right <laughs> I'm there with you. you. <laughs> I'm telling you, when she shows up, I actually thought, and then I'm like, oh no, here, she's going to lightning his butt. I mean, yeah. he's in big trouble, but she's there with, and I'm telling you, the idea where they leave the most vicious thing to Lockheed I actually like a lot and it's not like a cop out like let's let Lockheed do that because of them no it, it seems very well deserved where Kate is pissed and says look who am I Lockheed and so mad but she's keeping it back Lockheed's not keeping it back like you killed Kate and you tried to drop but more Kate you know you did that to, and and I think that where you get it where we're getting that you know older mature uh Kate it's also still Kitty. This this is a character that's done nothing but good most of the time, and it's just a sweet. And even as a marauder, she does good, right? It's just she was wronged, and she's gonna. She basically is the character that is always there to like brighten up everybody. Like she does good stuff. Not even it's just she's good. I mean, and yeah, you ended up killing her. It, it just showed and, and did the old deal with Sebastian. It's just the son of a gun. But And I could buy it because Emma's influencing her, right? If you look back earlier, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she's kind of like saying, don't be a goody-goody. Like, you got to take yeah, care yeah, of yourself. Goody. And she even says it at the beginning. But also, she was killed. It, it, he took advantage of this. And she came back. And now I don't think that you do come back from something that bad. Being like, oh, look at me. I'm going to put on my leg warmers again and dance around. And even have Sinister making fun of her, right? Like, recently. That's what I'm saying. So it's she, so, like, it makes it's sense. a good progression. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, uh, to me, you ended up having the progression too quickly at the beginning, maybe, where people were thrown off. I want to be Kate. I'm throwing, like, oh. But now it's getting to the point where, ooh, like, you are actually doing some really big character development now some may not like it but the thing is you're at you're actually developing the character and in a lot of these books because we don't center uh, you know so much on individual characters and we're always going with what's happening to them not from it one of the better character developments in all this you know dawn of x and, and going forward most of the characters up until now haven't had enough space to even do a lot of things like i'm telling you cypher's one that actually through that 10 of swords i think is getting to be a more developed character and we're seeing more from him and even looking at him pissed off a bit there at that end there i think that that's going to continue as well where he's 
growing up. Did you laugh when Sebastian was like, oh, I helped you discover yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm like, really? You were- <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, that that is like one of those where you end up, you know, you, you chop somebody's right arm off because you want to teach them how to use the left arm better. You're yeah. like, no. <laughs> that that doesn't work, buddy. He tried. I'll give him it. it that was desperation, yeah. and and I thought that that was pretty funny. Yeah, we, we didn't even bring that up. The idea that he's oh, you, see, well, you didn't know you were a mutant. Yes, and I was then, just helping you. Know, I figured it allowed the resurrection to be figured out. Yeah. Look at you. You're all grown up, and now you're a man. Come over, give me a hug. Give me a hug, Kate. Yeah. I love you. I love too. Like really to push it, and this will be the end because I do like gushing about this book. Uh, obviously. The idea that he calls her Kitty and she says, no, I'm Kate is huge because, again, what he did even made her grow up. And growing up, unfortunately, a lot of times makes you a little darker, makes you a little, you know, kind of pissed off at the world. And she is. So I think that will eventually lead to her either going to rehab. She's drinking way too much. (laughs) I don't know if I mentioned that. But also, I think that she might now be like, you know. Finding out that Emma's, you know, pulling the strings a little too much. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be some conflict between Emma and her. I've, I've, if that is the case, what better way to get somebody on your side to not be able to say crap about what you do than to be involved in something like this with yeah. them? Like, what can if, if Kate decides or sees, oh, Emma's doing this? I'd, what can she do? Because now Emma has just a thing that pretty much could doom her. Yeah. Uh, you know, knowing that, so we'll see. What's going on? Then you just kill Emma. She comes back, doesn't remember, but that's way in the best, so she'll remember. But yeah, you have all that going on. But yeah, I really liked it. So uh, coming up next will be New Mutants and X-Force. So we'll see what's going on. And also, I was going to mention, too, I I knew that the book was coming on and still continuing, but Cable feels like it might be an odd book now that he's with S.W.O.R.D., but we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining me, Ruben. And uh, we'll be back again next week with the X-Men books back on schedule now. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. If you follow us, we'll follow you back. You can let us know what you think and throw shade. I ended up getting a little tiny, like, lighthearted shade thrown at me about the end of my Ten of Swords coming two weeks uh, over on the Twitter, but that's fine. And also, you can go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and if you would like, to get more podcasts, go over to patreon.com slash weird science where we have a ton of Marvel, DC, indie comic stuff and some non-comic stuff, movies, cartoons, pop culture podcast as well. And we'll talk to you next week.